You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimal of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Do it live! Fucking thing sucks! I have nothing to do with Russia, folks, okay? The mother of all bombs. You people are cancer! He's a crisis actor. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Another deadly day on the Gaza border. My got the bitch with why? John Podesta, Rick DePaul. Charcoal grills are not allowed here. What's next? Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster? Hell no. You gotta see this guy. Oh, I don't know what I said. Oh, I don't remember. You would be much happier at home with a husband. Spend 400 years? That sounds like a choice. Fucking devil, your children, America! I want to build a wall. Look at all the motherfucking Are you African American? I don't know what you're implying. And what is a left Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. I'm in the way! This is the worst possible timeline with Eric Wilson and Patrick Kindling. And you're on the right setting, man. On the path of glory. Oh, you sound upbeat. Welcome to on- I'm Lion, everybody. I'm Patrick. I'm Eric. What's up? We're on the path. You're on the path? It's this Biden mania has got you. You don't feel depressed anymore. I'm gripped by by establishment mania. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel uh, totally empowered? Are you ready to take over the world? I'm ready to take it on from an administrative standpoint in four to six business days. Are you ready to uh, purge all of your political opponents from the public sphere uh, using big tech as as your mallet and, uh, you know, just sort of not worry about it after that? I'm ready to bonk the heads of anyone who disagrees with me. My understanding is once you push them into the shadows, they no longer pose a threat. Oh, you mean uh, millions of people? (laughs) 70 million. Yeah, I think I think like. (laughs) Close. Uh, if we're gonna, if we're well, maybe seventy. If we're gonna, let's say ten million of those uh, Twitter followers that Trump had were bots. That's still a lot of people. A lot of people, fam. What are we gonna do? What's gonna happen? Everything's gonna work out, right? Yeah, there's nothing to be concerned about. This is the natural order of things. You uh, push dissidents into uh, a little, a little ideological cave, from, and then you seal the the. Entrance way of the cave with a large boulder, and you just kind of push it from your mind. No, no fuss, no muss. Mm, but, but we get that uh, again. That stimulus money. That's true. So who cares if there's going to be a wave of Tim McVeigh style bombings? Who you gives think? a shit? I mean, what, what is that likely? What do you think? Mm. Uh, do I think it's likely? I don't think it's likely. Uh. I think it's inevitable. Oh, I think, I think that uh, the past week has done nothing but confirm every scary thought that a certain type of person has. And I've not to be the pundit guy, but I've been warning against this for, I don't know, two years. And they finally did it 
in one swoop that makes it look so coordinated and so uh, uh, pointed that there is, there's never going to be divorcing these people from the idea that they are being persecuted Uh, because on some level it's hard to deny. Hold on one second. I'm getting a troubled phone call. Uh I I won't keep you long. Uh Oh, well, I'll just, I'm going to vamp then. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's undeniable that they're in coordination. I mean, like Amazon and Google or whatever, they they both removed Parler at exactly the same time. So these guys talk to each other. There's no doubt about it. Um, yeah, uh, people are going to feel aggrieved for probably a long minute. Um, I don't know. I guess we won't maybe bear the fruits of that until two years, to the midterms election, or if people get hurt between now and then in the name of political violence. I mean, it's not, it's not impossible. Um, I don't know. Hopefully it goes under a rock, but I doubt it. I, it's kind of hard to see that is happening. And yeah, you, they, I, I don't know. There, there's no answer to any of these things. I'm sick of fucking talking about politics, man. I'm fucking sick of this shit. Is anyone else, people that listen to the show, are you fucking sick of this shit? Like, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what to do about any of this. And it's like the last year or so has made everything such a giant mess like on every on every conceivable level, um, from government to society to 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 every like it, it's just such an impossible mess. So I don't even know how to fucking talk about it anymore. I don't know what the right answers are. I don't know how to help anybody on either side of the thing. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just a dude. I'm just a dude in my childhood bedroom uh, in New York City. Uh, I don't know how to help you. I don't know how to what to do for you. Um, do what you think is best. Join a, a nonprofit. Join uh, get 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 local. Get in your grassroots local activism or something like that. I don't know enough about it. I'm an idiot. Um, I wanted to do a, a comedy podcast. I want to do comedy, but I'm a failed. I'm a failed comedic actor turned right wing. So that's what happened. That's 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 the legacy that this show will have. Um, Patrick, are you back yet? No, he's currently getting his penis cut off by his girlfriend. Um, I don't know. Yeah, so whatever, man. Like, do people? I have to. I have to re- reach out to the listeners. What do you want from us? What do you want us to talk about? Because everyone is clearly sick of us talking about fucking cancel culture every goddamn week. So, oh, you're back. Are you, are you off on one? I well, I vamped because because you were gone. I don't want dead air. No, you're right. Um, uh, I'm I'm saying that I don't know. I'm saying that we. When we started this thing, it, we wanted it to be a comedian, a comedy podcast, but we're not funny, and now we're 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 failed comedians turned right wing. And <laughs> who is right wing? I'm not remotely right wing. <laughs> we're we're right wing. We're frothing at the mouth. Alt rights. Uh, are you and- hanging? Are you hanging with the nerds again? Is that what's happening? <laughs> you, you, you're back home in Brooklyn, and you're hanging out with people that go to like alt comedy shows and, and uh, wear shirts that say like "I'm so sad." And and, uh, <laughs> and and we're uh, tweeting like just want some pizza and touch uh, and put touch a butt like fucking ten years ago and are now all fighting fucking hiding their me too's by fucking uh, being the most outspoken nerd on the internet. Is this the crowd that you're in with again? Yeah, precisely. I know. I'm trying to like. I'm sick of this shit. 
I'm sick of I'm sick of fucking politics. I don't know what the goddamn answers are. So I'm appealing to our listeners. What do you want from us? Like, what do you want? Like, because everyone is tired of us just talking about fucking cancel culture every week. The Biden shit ain't gonna pop. No one like it's just just boring malaise establishment politics. It's not it's not exciting like uh, Trump calling someone a, a a dirty bitch. Like what what do we do? What do we where do we go from here? Where like I don't know that we have to pivot, but I I maybe the show becomes less political because it's it's exhausting to me. It's like like it's it's hell. Listen, you pussy. There's some good canceling going on this week, and I'm not having you block block us out from that good energy. I mean, this is what is this? Just this is just the cancel podcast, cancel cast. Literally, all that's going on in the public sphere because it's just our society has become crabs in a bucket where nobody wants anyone to succeed. So that is going to be the thing until people get on some like uh, 1980s Wall Street sort of shit where they just like they celebrate success and they celebrate winning. But right now, all we've got is people that are so bitter and feel so underrecognized and underaccomplished that they just want to tear everybody else down. So this is what it is. I didn't make the world. I'm just reporting on it. Ugh, we're not reporters. I don't want to do, like. What, what do we have to report on that, that that they that the internet mob tried to kill? Who'd they come for this week? I've got a list. Uh, what was it? Uh, the the guy from Chips is he canceled? Army Hammer, <laughs> right? Because he's he, he gets off on cannibalism. Whatever. Who cares? Let him get off on cannibalism. Leave him alone. Listen, I like these. I I like these because I feel like Army Hammer's career may or may not be done. It doesn't matter. I found out he's the heir to like a billion dollar empire, so I, I don't know if he was a committed actor. That you know, look. If he's just like a playboy that thought Hollywood would be fun and has access to it because he's wealthy, then fuck it. His life is fine. Uh, if he was a committed actor, like a craftsperson, that this is his life, and now he's going to be barred from doing it on any major level, uh, then that's tragic, and I really feel for him. But I like that this. I like the way that this plays out because uh, the woman is clearly full of shit. And the more, hey, this woman is clearly full of shits that we get, the closer we get to like a material reality of how human beings actually interact instead of the fucking really bizarre narrative that we've been forced to parrot for the last fucking five years. Army Hammer said some weirdo shit. He was clearly high on meth. I have no idea why nobody's saying that. <laughs> Nobody is reporting that this is how people talk when they're high on methamphetamines. Not mm. a single not a single person. Look, I've been very horny in my life, and I've never been like, oh yeah, I just want to take the heart out of a beating animal, and I want to bite it in my mouth while I fucking ejaculate into the chunks that are oh. left of your body after I chop you up. Well, then you've never been horny if you never felt like that. Stop <laughs> okay. this. Okay, so Army was Army was hor- on a, horn- a horny high. Yes. and he was taking horny goat weed yeah that's possible he's on some gas station and uh he was uh, the part that makes her a liar is that she deleted all of her responses so what you're left with is clearly a manufactured narrative where it looks like he wrote her ten thousand times with some like really bizarre horniness but many of his many of his uh texts to her don't make any sense unless she was replying in the affirmative so what I mean is he'll be like, yeah, show that to me. And then he'll be like, oh my God, it looks good. So obviously you showed him something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's hard for, I just like this because it's transparently a fraud 
And I like when there's transparent frauds because it means that we have to look at this through a different lens. So my note on Army Hammer is Army Hammer slash leave or dash, pardon me, leave him, leave my man alone. (laughs) Because this is a guy I've never thought about before in my life. Uh, He seems to be a wealthy playboy of the type that some might find irritating. I might find irritating, but uh, he has every right to be horny. Sure. Absolutely. And whatever. This is kink shaming. I'm not a fan of it. Oh, we got some more of that coming. You ready for my next note? Yes. Belle Delphine, the queen. Ah, yes. So her response to the haters, for anybody that doesn't know, Belle Delphine, famous for uh, making cute little videos, I guess, of her being semi-sexual and then selling her bathwater. She transitioned over to hardcore pornography when she realized that her OnlyFans would generate $1 million a month. (laughs) <laughs> so <clears throat> she why is, isn't our patreon there yet she is yo some of our i don't want to call them our contemporaries because they're uh legitimate comedians but i had no idea the numbers that some of these fools are making uh where are our, our numbers patreon.com slash worst possible timeline get on it get on it everybody uh because oh eric we got an invite to uh join like a network uh i'll talk to you about it off air but okay uh, i want to secure if we do that i want to secure a big bag before that. So I want, our, I want to get our Patreon doubled before we uh, uh, give chip anybody into anything. Cumia, so, uh, Cumia Compound Media, uh, Red Pill, uh, Red Pill um, uh, conglomeration. Yeah, it's going to be bo- it's going to be called Boofing the Red Pill. <laughs> so, uh, Belle Delphine, uh, she transitioned over to ho- hardcore pornography. Uh, she kind of has this like anime waifu sort of nerd uh, appeal and she uh did a did a photo shoot maybe a video shoot uh that she put photos up on the or stills up on her twitter that said you know my birth this is the way i want to spend my birthday so excited whatever it was and it was her being tied up and raped and now people are really misguided. I want to ask you, Eric, do you care about science? Uh, when it suits me. Yes. It's a good answer because that's everybody. That's, uh, that's the majority opinion. So what few studies exist, and I only see three uh, on the idea of trigger warnings uh, going back about three years and up till the current time, uh, all say that they, they all range from, they do nothing to they actively harm people with PTSD. In no study that I've seen, and I went looking the other day when this all broke, did anybody did has any research indicated that they are a positive thing? None. So when I see kids online saying, "Oh my God, Belle Delphine, who on her porno Twitter did, didn't post a trigger warning." for the images that you would have to see anyway, if you follow her, (laughs) like what the fuck? Listen, I saw people doing the thing where they spell rape R slash R slash R or pardon me, R slash slash uh, E. (laughs) And it's like, you wouldn't be able to figure that out. I wouldn't even be able to decode it. Here's my thing. If you could decode it, now we're going to get some pushback from our listeners because of the N word, but it's a it's a bit. It's like a Louis C.K. bit. It's a it's an old joke at this point, hacky. That 
if you know what the word is that somebody's trying to intone, then nothing is, you don't soften it by, by, uh, putting slashes in it. Like if you're offended by the word rape, you seeing a word that also directly means rape is not going to soften that for you. (laughs) So it's so fruitless and so ascientific. It like doesn't stand up to any scrutiny whatsoever. So yeah, we've we've done this. We talked about this. We have talked about this, Eric, but everything we've talked about, you don't understand. You and I have been talking to each other on air for years now. We are, trust me, there is nothing new under the sun. No, so you're going to have to start doing ayahuasca if you want some fucking new insights in this world. I'm open to it. I'm open to okay, it. Can very I, good. I have some breaking news though. Can I, can I, uh, yeah, please. Um, <clears throat> so this, this is just, this is breaking just now. Um, Everyone at home, I, uh, I, this is this is important. We're gonna have to upload this immediately so people get the news. Uh, breaking: Biden inauguration will be a mass arrest event. Sources tell me Space Force will cut feed from inauguration and initiate GBS, allowing Trump to announce crimes against humanity committed by attendees to the world. Without cover story, Swamp would flee after first arrest. More and more outages have been reported worldwide in the last few days. Space Force is priming and making final tests on tech for the big launch on January 20th. Trump is confident for a reason. If you don't believe this good, Trump hopes Obama, Biden, Clinton, and the rest feel, feel the same. He needed them to believe he actually was going to let them get away with it. Now real traitors and Dem and Republican parties have revealed themselves. Hashtag trust the plan. You know what? Okay. <laughs> This is a better world than we live in. Yeah, no, it is. It's kind of like high stakes, exciting. It's very 24, you know? I, yeah, I, yeah. It's all right. It's all right. I get why people flock to to, to the, the fantasy because reality is beat. It's beat as fuck. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, do you have anything to say about Belle Delphine, who I thought responded to her haters in the best way possible by saying, I'm not apologizing. Uh, this was the best sex I had in months and I'm going to do it again. <laughs> Um, uh, there's better ways to spend your time than hating on Belle Delphine. Um, I'll go one step further. If, if you hate on Belle Delphine, examine yourself. There's just, it's just like it, it, um, it, I couldn't pick her out of a lineup. I, I, I get her confused with Bella Thorne. Isn't she another OnlyFans girl that everyone's mad at? Yeah, always. Bella Thorne, Belle Delphine. These are, these are tulpas of your own, um, failures. That's exactly right. Uh, <laughs> no, that, that's true. Belle Delphine is not a person. She's simply like the little girl in the ring. She's a manifestation and, and uh, you've done this to yourself. There's nobody to blame, uh, <laughs> but she is, uh, the thing that I think is, uh, d- dicey. So, you know, I'm not easy to offend, mm-hmm. uh, nor do I think, anything within the uh within consent is is uh should be censored at all mm-hmm. and that and people don't like that but i think that like fucking your five-year-old should uh we shouldn't be protecting your five-year-old from anything you should be protecting your five-year-old if you see the world that way that you need to protect a five-year-old so uh as far as far as access to ideas access to uh the content etc so i'm not easy to offend bill delphine in the photo shoot that got her in trouble, she, people were like, look at her. She dresses like a little girl. Now, again, she's not a little girl. So no. if she chooses to dress like one for the purposes of sex, then uh, whatever. It's none of my fucking business, ultimately. Uh, I've never seen a little girl dress like Chun-Li. Right. <laughs> so 
here's the thing though. If you're looking at her Twitter now, uh, please look at the photo set under that, which I did weirdly find a little unnerving. You're asking me directly to look at her. Oh, I thought you were looking at her Twitter. You just have it in your mind that you remember the photo shoot very well. Um, I can't find her. Wait, is this, wait, bunny Delphine. Is that her at? That's right. The one with 1.5 million. She's not verified. No, they're trying to listen. It's more of that fucking purge, man. Oh, the purge. Um, Okay, I see a guy in a mask making her brush her teeth. Okay, <laughs> and she said her, her caption is "Twiggo warning." <laughs> Fuck, like baby, <laughs> baby voice. Okay, listen, everybody. <clears throat> Belle Delphine is not to blame for the world in decay, nor is Belle Delphine to blame for your erectile dysfunction, nor is Belle Delphine to blame for your boyfriend leaving you, nor is Belle Delphine to blame for the fact that you make under $35,000 a year and you've been out of college for 10 years. She's not to blame for any of those things. She's just a lucky idiot who is making a million dollars a month. And my question to you, to any of our listeners who are not of the judgmental sort, but to any of your friends, your idiot friends, would you not do it for a million dollars a month? Let's just a million a month, fam. Not even just a one-time drop of a million, a million a month. So, Eric, let's you and I be utilitarian about this. Now, I'm usually the the I lean closer to the ideologue in this in this pairing where I, there's just certain things I wouldn't do. Right? Like people have asked me, uh, "Would you eat meat for a million dollars?" And I say, no, I'll go make my own million dollars. But then people make the uh, very practical point that uh, if, if I was got a million dollars, I could do a lot more good than, mm. than I would be doing bad with the one time eating of meat. But in this respect, I'm, I don't claim to be a rational person. I claim to just be a principled one. And I, uh, I don't think that in the same way that I think that, you know, uh, principles when they turn into dogma or whatever else can be totally bad in the way that they were a few days ago. What is it? Why is there always a helicopter over our building? I don't know if you can hear that. It's the crimes, Um, the rampant crime. So, uh, there's there's probably another, it's always some bullshit like shots fired, uh, on one of these streets that is totally safe and calm. And it's like, so what does that mean? Does somebody just shoot themselves? But all right, back to the point. Um, so Belle Delphine, uh, where was I not responsible f- for, uh, your rash? What else? Sorry. I was watching a Belle Delphine video. What do you say? <laughs> okay. I think, she, I think she has a video where she's, she's, uh, lip syncing boxy. She is. Yeah. She, oh, she knows her clientele, man. She, exactly. But <laughs> I, I lost my train of thought, but basically here's what it is. Everybody, uh, Belle Delphine is a, Belle Delphine is a grown woman. Um, you wouldn't tell her not to have sex, so I don't understand why you tell her not to have sex uh, on camera. I don't understand how it's your fucking business, and I also don't think that you're going to get anything out of hating on her. So just, Eric, this is the play it forward year. Everything that we talk about today and for the rest of the year, 2021, I want the conversation to be play it forward. So whenever somebody says something online, we're going to say, okay, let's uh, let's examine that. Uh, Play it forward. What does it mean? All right, so let's say that you're spending your time hating on Belle Delphine. Let's play that forward. Belle Delphine's going to be making a million dollars a month. A month? Uh, what happened? A month. A month. Yeah, you, you're... 
least so let's say let's say uh OnlyFans is eating a chunk of that and let's say that your uh, uh taxes are eating a chunk of that at the end of the year she's still walking away with I don't know 5.5 5. oh you know what I mean so 5.5 5, uh she gets to if she's smart she gets to retire maybe she buy some property. Maybe she moves some of that into uh, businesses that she would like to start, but she doesn't need to be the principal uh, 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 investor in those. She can just kind of spread it around. And uh, perhaps 10 years from now, she owns 30 Popeyes. Um, (laughs) It is. And here's what you got for your time hating on her. Not a fucking thing. Zilch. Not a fucking thing. You internet internet clout. Yeah. You know, anybody that's trying to trade on that clout is sadder than that. But there there were people. There were people that were like, there was a lot of, hey, if you follow Belle Delphine or support anything she does, then I want you to unfollow and block me. Done, fam. You know what I mean? Who gives a goddamn about your 700 followers? Fuck your mother. So Belle is winning and you're not. Here's what I would advise you. Either... Uh, make it a moral point where you could never live as Belle lives and you're going to go be the Unabomber. Or, or, accept that some people can do things different than you. It doesn't affect your life in any fucking meaningful way. And keep it pushing. Does anyone under the age of 29 remember who Boxy is? No. Straight up. So what's going on here? She's making videos for 35-year-old men that want to stroke their cocks. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Boxy. Remember that? I mean, she does have a passing resemblance to Boxy for sure. Kind of. Yeah. I guess I can see it. Where, where's Boxy at nowadays? Can we get her? We, we could probably get Boxy on the show. Boxy, I did a whole thing. She just briefly started a YouTube like five years ago and then abandoned it. Uh, I think she's actually just trying to be a mom. Wait a sec. Does she write comics or something? Boxy? Yeah. I don't think so. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. I'm looking at her. Okay. I found her Twitter. I'm looking at her Maybe this is just fan art or something. She's still good looking. Shout out to Boxy. Shout out to Boxy and shout out to Belle Delphine. Shout out to uh, whoever that other woman is, Belle Thorne. Shout out to people who are doing better than you are. Uh, Maybe either use them as a guidepost for how you would uh, want to move forward in life or perhaps how you never will. But they're not your actual enemy, you fucking self-important losers. Anyway, yeah, I mean, yes. Um, Next up, Trump. Leave my president alone. <laughs> what a fucking, what a mess. What a mess. fucking, what a mess. I don't even know how to talk. What, what, what angle do we want? Do we want to now admit on air our uh, culpability in the uh, Capitol uh, storming? We were there, but we didn't do it. No, we got to the steps and then we went, ah, it seems like a bad idea. Yeah, we and by the way, everybody, we were, we were observers. Yeah, we we merely observed for satirical purposes. We were do and everybody. So when Ariel Pink, which by the way, those of you that hit me about this, I I know that this has been a person for ten years. I don't know this type of music. It's like it's like costume music for me, costume pop. You know, where like ever heard of them until this this thing. Oh, I, I knew of this person. The other guy. Um, whatever the fucking, the guy who moans. I only learned who that was uh, literally the week before. So these, these are not relevant fig- figures in my life. Um, but when they appeared at, when people were like, look at them, they're at the rally. Okay. Let me just say this. Don't ever assume that if you see me at a place 
that I support what's going on there mm. ever. I will walk in and out of bad situations as an observer anytime I want. And no, don't any of you ever try to pin or project any nonsense onto me because I would go to that Trump thing in a fucking heartbeat. It's a major piece of history. You idiots. It's not inconceivable that you would want to go just to witness what is going to happen. Even if you're just a total cynic that just wants to see people get their head kicked in. <laughs> so as it turns out, Ariel pink and the other guy who we'll just call the other guy, uh, they're, they are in fact Trump supporters, I guess, or at least Ariel pink is. And look, the, whatever on that. But if you ever see a photo of me at something that you're like, oh, it's kind of sketchy. Yo, yeah, it is sketchy. That's why I showed up. Right, right. Like an oxblood show. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. So, <laughs> so everybody fuck off with that. And then, uh, oh, regarding the whole thing, I thought I, maybe you sent it to me. I thought there was an interesting uh, commentary on the hypocrisy of some of these uh, politicians, AOC specifically, Ooh. the the corporate dem pretending to be a democrat or a democratic socialist, uh, is is the uh, American government uh, the uh, the the archetype the the, the model for white supremacy. Uh, or are the people that were trying to dismantle it, the, uh, the, the, uh, the force of white supremacy in this world, which one is it? Because when AOC says when she is in the halls of power, making decisions about your life that don't seem to care about your life very much, look at her voting record. And she's saying that the people outside are the white supremacists. Now, here's the deal. Many of them are. It's pretty undeniable. No, many of them. A lot of them are. Yeah. But which one is it? Is America a, a white supremacist nation of which you, AOC, are a contributing policymaker? Or is it your constituents who are outside the door? Because... Here's my point. It's clearly both to my ass. Yes, obviously. But to her, she's able to rationalize that she's the lawmaker. She's one of the good ones. She's one of the good lawmakers. You know, no white supremacy on me. I'm just a mole in here. I'm, I'm, I'm working against the system. Let me tell you how that's gone for everybody I've ever met in my entire life. Not great. The I'm working against the system by being uh, directly a part of it on the highest level <laughs> you know, has not has not proven to be the double agent that we all needed. So it, it's a it's a crock of shit. And basically you are allowing and Eric, this is where we go off on one uh, rein me in. Don't only give me 10 seconds on this. Mm. Uh, this is where. You just as you did with Trumpism, you're now continuing to roll everything into white supremacy so that you can enact what is essentially the Patriot Act Part Two against this new terrorist threat that you're going to call domestic white terrorists. And they certainly exist in the same capacity that Al Qaeda exists, in the same capacity that ISIS exists, but you are going to oversell it to the American public so that you can slip in policies that are purely stepping on the rights of American citizens. And 
it is so obvious. And this is Eric is pretending to be cool with life. I don't know what happened to him, but he has been texting me for the last week, losing his GD mind because the, what we'll call NPR fools, uh, in our timeline are celebrating the tech censorship of millions of human beings. And if nobody sees that this is going to bite you, you're just a fool. Yeah. Uh, I'm, that's all undeniable. I mean, look, I think just in regards to the first part of, of everything you said, like, um, the, uh, these, these, the United States is a white supremacist state. Okay, sure. I, I, I co-sign that, uh, that idea, that concept that makes sense to me. Um, the people marching, no doubt were in, were white supremacists. I don't think they were trying to dismantle a process of affirming, um, the new president, uh, in order to keep the current president in power who will uphold their ideas of white supremacy. I think that's where the two things sort of converge. And um, as far as the rest of it goes, as far as tech censorship, I, I, there's no way to explain to people how this will, like, if, like we talked about it last time. No one is, everyone's reacting and not even taking two seconds to think it forward. Because if you did, you would understand it's a bad idea. To me, it's like such a short, I don't know how you, you don't, think it forward just by nature of thinking of the thing itself. You know what I'm saying? Like it's such a, it's such an obvious road, but like you hate these people so much that you don't care. But like, do you get to the point in your mind where you play it forward and realize that it hurts you and shouldn't you care? You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, but this is okay. I've dated women and I don't want to put this on women, but th this has just been my experience. I'm sure that given enough time, I could think about men who have come with the same shit, but I've experienced this from some of the women I've dated. They'll say things like, I'm going to tell her and I'll be like, okay, let's play that forward. You're mad right now. Uh, what's it going to do for you? Because that person's behavior is not going to change. And now you're going to have a conflict with a person who has no impact on your life, but is now going to be working against you and they will have an impact on your life. So what is the payoff? And the, and the response I get is, well, they'll know, yo, I feel like I'm living in the girlfriend nation. <laughs> I, like I feel that. like I'm living in a nation where nobody can, can take inventory of what will this do for me? And instead is stuck on, uh, well, they'll know. Yo, so fucking what? Yeah. So fucking what they know. I, I think. Do, I, you know what it is? Yeah. A, a friend of this podcast, uh, Brian, is a bitch motherfucker. Whoa. Every time I go out with him, and he knows this. Every time I go out with him, he talks under his breath to someone. <laughs> and it's that is the most bitch ass behavior imaginable. And he knows it's bitch ass, but he gets very defensive. And then if you catch him in a quiet moment, he'll be like, I get it from my mom, who's a bitch. And it's just it. But it's just so evident that it's like, yo, by you talking under your breath, all you did was raise the conflict level while achieving none of your aims. I've never changed. I've never changed my behavior once for somebody that talked under their breath. I just doubled down. I never once said, oh, the guy that just called me an idiot for the way that I was driving. No, no, no. I'm not. I, I'm going to drive doubly like an idiot now. You know what I mean? Like if I drank, I'd be taking shots right now. 
because fuck you. I, I, you're not my dad. The idea that you can admonish me is, uh, is fully ridiculous. And the idea that you would do it in this fucking chintzy half-ass way that like you can plausibly deny if I step to you it, it is total bullshit. And I feel like that we're in a girlfriend, Brian nation. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's, that's cause you're a fucking asshole. Do you get what I did there? Did that pick up on the audio mic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, okay. you're talking about, well, you know, you got to be a bitch about it. Um, yeah, all I have to say about all that is uh, I think I saw Girlfriend Nation at uh, 285 Kent in Williamsburg in 2013. Does that, is that, is that a reference? Again, that I, was clo- I was closing the window because uh, our, uh, our landscaper is a wild man. I said I saw Girlfriend Nation in Brooklyn in 2014. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Get it, bad indie, bad name. Anyway, yeah, bad, bad indie. Uh, yeah. But they, I hear that they played the uh, uh, Taco Bell Blender stage at uh, South by Southwest. Yeah, they, 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 uh, they covered all of Hail the New Dawn by Screwdriver. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a great set. <laughs> uh, so it was 2014. Nobody cared back then. No, nobody did care back then. Yeah. Uh, okay, and my last note for today: uh, Azalea Banks, leave my nut job friend alone. What, oh, she's what's her? She's uh, she's on the Candace Owens tip. Yeah, sort of. She's calling every celebrity fat, and that's funny. <laughs> Fucking funny. She'll she she'll put up like four minute long videos where her and some like gay friend of hers just like ridicule Megan the Stallion. They'll be like, "Oh my god, look at this pig! Look at this drunk pig!" <laughs> and shit. and look, Azalea Banks is not the funniest woman. Uh, so it's not the funniest content, but know, the idea of, of the idea of one celebrity and her like complete sycophant idiot friend who agrees with everything she says, <laughs> just go- looking at like Cardi being being like, "Oh, you cellulite bitch, you <laughs> sow," is funny. It's funny, everybody. Like, does it speak to the fact that Azalea is a bitter, mentally ill weirdo? Sure, it does. I'm sure it does, but just enjoy the moment where something that doesn't happen usually is happening, but that's not what she's getting killed for. What she's getting killed for is that she peroxided her, her dead cat's skull and is having it, uh, covered in metal. Who cares? Yeah, precisely. (laughs) Who gives a goddamn? Um, I heard that she, uh, the, the red scare, uh, uh, hosts reached out to her to have her on the show and she said no, cause they sound like pill heads. That's very funny. <laughs> that is um, very funny. <laughs> Red, Red Scare, another casualty of the culture war. Uh, yeah. So if they were, I don't, were they suspended or they did they deactivate their own accounts? I think from, uh, I don't know, but I, from what I understand, from what people are, uh, many are saying, folk, many are saying that uh, the account was suspended by Twitter and one of the hosts deleted their account. And that the other host has still has an account, but like never uses it. Sounds smart. Yeah, I'm thinking about like so. I've I've just tweeted replies to people in the last few days. So, oh, yeah. so I've said that I'm trying to get off Twitter anyway, but I gotta keep on it to fucking promote records and shit. But I'm I don't think I'm gonna tweet to anything except for somebody who tweets directly at me because 
I don't need to make a big Twitter thread about how I think that deplatforming anybody anywhere for any reason is wrong because I just know that people are going to like say, what about Hitler or what about just all the bird bullshit, all the chirping idiot bullshit. And I just, it's not worth it. So I'm just going to, you know, Hey everybody, you don't deserve freedom. That's just what it is. You, you, the American people, like, it sounds like you uh, finally fucking boofed that black pill, Eric, because you sound free right now. I, I'm at the, yeah, no, I mean, like, I'm sick of, because it's like everyone, it, it's because it's the thing that's happening right now. It's the thing that everyone's talking about. And I find myself in conversations with everybody about this thing being like, censorship is bad. It comes back to hurt you. And then getting the, well, what about Nazis response? It happens every time. So I'm just going to play the Twitter game and just go, it's not my job to educate you. Use Google. Well, I'll go. See, I I don't even wish to engage people on that level. I think it's a total fact that this is just going to come to rear its ugly head again in a more concentrated way, a perhaps more violent way because of uh, this behavior. But that's a practical argument. And these aren't practical people. I'm just going to hitch myself to the ideological argument that it is a fundamental wrong to uh, to deny people access to information or to deny their speech. Those are just, to me, straight up, those are just wrong things. So I'm not going to engage in, I'm, I'm not going to support them or engage in them. And somebody that comes to me and says, what about, I'm going to say, hey, idiot, hey, idiot. This is how I'm going to address people that are just, you know, maybe they come to me in, in, in uh, total goodwill. They're not trying to uh, have conflict, but I'm just going to give them conflict. I'm going to say, hey, idiot, that's the problem with having a moral compass or ideological viewpoint on anything is that some boob like you can come with a practical argument against it. And the problem with that is if we embrace pure utilitarianism, pure practicality in all things, it would mean that I stab you in the neck and hide your body because you're totally fucking worthless. So you're not actually advocating for practical things. If you were, you would know that you are just a fucking drain, that you add nothing, that you are essentially a meme given human shape. So if we were being practical, you would suicide for the benefit of everybody. But you're not being practical. You're being a fucking weird concern troll. That's what I'm going to say to the next person that comes to me with, well, what about, what about, what about? Fuck your mother. It's an ideological viewpoint for a reason. I would give my neighbor the nuclear codes. Fuck you. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.
Yeah, um, I'm tired of having the argument. I'm tired of having the discussion. It's just like, because I think people have heard it and then they just pretend that they didn't hear it because I don't know, <laughs> because they're scared of, of things. They're scared. Like, you know, when, a, when an idea is created, it cannot be destroyed. And the more you try to suppress it, the more it spreads and the more it becomes a thing. Like how, like, yo, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of like feeling like I have to read from a textbook about why th- it's bad to do this. I'm sick of, yeah. I'm sick of feeling like I have to fucking tell you why when someone, uh, you know, when you ban one thing, it gets used to ban the other thing and you'll be mad when it bans the other thing. You'll be mad when they, the, you know, when ice T gets kicked off stage for singing cop killer. And, but like, it, you know, I, it's just, uh, it's, it's so tired. Here's a question. Here's a question. Uh, do you have to make cakes for gay people? Yes or no? I don't know. Me neither. <laughs> it's a thorny issue. Uh, but I think that what's interesting is that all of the sort of uh, progressive, uh, the people that I always say are more tied to the gover- to the notion of government than really anybody on the right I've ever heard of, which is just fucking insane if you think about it. But these sort of like hide under daddy or hide behind daddy's legs types uh, of progressives, they all became hardcore libertarians the other day. Oh yeah, I know. I've seen it. It's kind of crazy. The funniest flip I've ever seen is that's a private business. They can do what they want. It's crazy. (laughs) Yo, it's it's so funny. It's like all like I'm just like, whoa, Ron Paul, the spirit of Ron Paul has been resurrected. And here's the deal is, okay, if you mean that, then let's live that. I'm I'm content to live that, to be honest. Like, I do. I think that any of this big tech censorship stuff is good is in the greater good. No, I think it's actually terrible. I think it's just going to lead to sectarian violence. Uh, Eric, do you know why the Civil War started? Um, States rights. Ah, very good. <laughs> um, well, you know what? So here's the deal. Uh, it, 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 yes, everybody in our listenership, this is not a tired argument between like uh, if, if, if somebody who is pretending not to be white power while they are clearly being white power. Uh, it is it, the issue of slavery was the fundamental issue that started the Civil War. There is no debate, obviously. However, oh, uh, what is interesting to note is that uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln won the election that he won while not being on the ballot of 10 states. So this is not me justifying the Civil War in any respect. It, it is actually the opposite. It is me saying that when people feel like they don't have a say, when people feel like their voice is being marginalized. Now, granted, if you want to say, but their voice should be marginalized, they were slave owners. Hey, you're missing the point. Okay. You're missing the point. Willfully. It's, it's, it's a fact that while every sane person would not advocate for slaveholding, it is also a fact that many reasonable people would say that idea has to be crushed from a philosophical standpoint because when you attempt to do it through the boot of the state, you just breed insurrection. So it, it is, uh, this is where I think the Chinese are so fucking smart. The Chinese are going, have you played Civilization, Eric? Not recently. 
Okay, so so Civ Four, the best Civ, I think. Um, you know, there's different ways to win. You can win by conquest, or you can win by cultural diffusion, and that's what the Chinese understand. The Chinese understand that it's like, all right, well, if America's the Roman Empire, uh, we don't need to break down the gates of it. We can just sort of calmly diffuse our notions into the, uh, the, the vox populi and, and let them talk to it, it's going to talk to the people to dispense this information and we will win a cultural victory over a longer amount of turns. There you go. And th- this is what I think a lot of people don't understand is like, that's how you're supposed to, that's how I always won at Civ. I never won in the conquest way, but th- that is a way to win. And the way to not win is to constantly have people kicking up within your borders. And that is what you are fucking doing when you push these people into their fucking little, little, little spider holes. Again, we say it again and again and again, Eric, we have to disconnect. We have to stop caring about human beings. (laughs) Is, Is that what we have to do? That's what I've arrived at. So I was really, I was as depressed as you were reading all these people like, go to the street like Saddam had just been <laughs> fucking dis- displaced like uh go to the street and and yell yay Trump is off Twitter everything's going to be good do you remember that uh that t- footage that was like used by right wing pundits where when Obama won they interviewed people that really don't know how how presidents work and mm-hmm. they'd say shit like They'd say shit like, I'm living for free. You know what I mean? And they'll be like, what? Uh, uh, or, or uh, you know, uh, uh, my welfare check's going up. And like, that didn't happen. And Obama never promised you that. And it, it was, th- they just sought out these people who were really underinformed. And of course, they seized on them and played them on conservative TV for like fucking four years, right? Or eight years. And, uh, that's what I feel like is going on at all times, but because Twitter makes it so much the thing that like the people that I saw were so, so misinformed, so confused about what happens when, when you attempt to Stalinize, uh, one of the, mo- <laughs> one of the most well-known people on the planet, when you're going to attempt to memory hole Mao. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's impossible. It's impossible, you fucking fool. (laughs) So like, but I saw those people nonstop and I got a little depressed like you did. And then I started giggling and I said, what can you do for a fool? These people don't deserve nice things. You know, I mean, deserve your liberties because you don't care about them. You know what I mean? I feel bad for your children. Your children might care about having some liberties, but yeah, no, rights aren't your thing. You don't give a fuck about rights. So you don't get rights. The thing is, again, it's just another example of like, can we think about this? Can like, we actually put actual thought into it rather than like clutch our pearls or like raise our fist in victory because he was kicked off of Twitter, which I don't think is, well, first of all, probably not the victory you think it is. Second of all, uh, not the like, doesn't, I don't know that it, it, it has greater culture in cultural importance to people that is undeserved because the 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 uh, population of Twitter 
uh, is is represents like 0.4 percent of the actual population. You know what I'm saying? So, but like, forget. Let's leave all that out for a second. Um, it's <sighs> yo he Donald Trump in the 2020 election received more votes than any other candidate in history, except for Joe Biden. Um, does that not require some like actual thought and some actual introspection and some actual, uh, can we think about these things in, in non, um, like conf- like, like inflated, like emotional ways? Like, can we just look at the fact that, okay, this guy is obviously, uh, an offensive, uh, dickhead, uh, piece of shit, like jerk off who talks like a moron. He got more votes than any other candidate in history, except for the guy that beat him. That is a large amount of the American population. Is it, don't, is, don't we owe it to ourselves to like actually drill into that notion? Like, or are we just going to write off 70 plus million people? Oh yeah. That one. <laughs> like that's like, again, it goes back into the, into the, the, the argument about, about the censorship. It's like, do we want to think about this even a little bit or is like the part of your brain that's emotional too large and like sits on top of the logical part? Like it just cr- like the logical part of your brain is a shriveled. It's like it's like spinach. It's like when you cook spinach and you cook all the water out and it gets really tiny. That's that's the the logical part of your brain. And the emotional one is like I don't know what gets bigger when you cook it. A hot dog. Like it's it's that's what's ha- I think that's what's happening here. Like we don't actually want to think about things. We just want to yell and we want to feel right. And this is the conclusion we come to at the end of ev- at, at, at every single podcast that we do. And it's like so not in vogue. It's like it's so like it's just not what people are on about. Uh, and you're right. People don't seem to care about they care about their own rights. They don't care about other people's rights. And yeah. that, yes, this is how you this is how uh, bad things happen. This is a recipe for bad things. So whatever. We're just going to march there anyway. Like I said, well, the only thing we've ever done on this podcast is like defend liberal values, basically, which have been increasingly more and more pigeonholed by people supposing that they're actually right wing because they're not extreme enough or something like that. Um, I don't, I guess I'll go to my grave with, I like, I can't betray these things that I feel strongly about. You know what I mean? I like this. You're talking like somebody with a a couple stones in their scrotum. Oh, is that it? That's what it is. Good for you. Got to get those removed if I want to survive. Good for you. Um, yeah, I, I look, you don't want nice things. You're not going to get nice things. I'm going to, um, I want to live abroad now so that I don't feel any connection to the place that I arrive. I'm going to be middle-aged in however many years. The idea that I would become, uh, emotionally tied to a place is just silly. So like if I move to Poland tomorrow, if I move to uh, Greece tomorrow, I might enjoy those places and I might be able to create a life there, but I wouldn't feel of them. I would just say, this is, you know, I like it here. This is where I've made my, my life and my career. Uh, but culturally I wouldn't feel connected in this way where I would get sad if they behaved like total fucking morons. 
you know? And right now I feel I, well, until a couple of days ago, I felt a little bit of sadness watching Americans undermine their, their own freedoms, <laughs> things that people uh, had died for that they seemingly don't care about. It's just not important to them. And I was thinking, oh, well, that's such a bummer, you know, like uh, th- those are things that weren't assumed when the United States formed. And no matter how much we might think the United States is like a, a racist toilet and whatever the narrative is at this moment, uh, there's a ton of rights that weren't assumed and people, people risked something to get them. And most of us for most of our lives have enjoyed them very much. And to see somebody say, oh yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. I'd rather feel safe. Fuck them. I'd rather see the other guy lose. Uh, was really depressing for me. And then I, I said, okay, I've got to start treating the United States like it's not my birth country. Like I have no real connection to its outcome, which is somewhat true anyway of all of us. Like, you know, what, like if the United States wins, uh, what does it do for me necessarily? But I, uh, I've just basically, you have to let go. This is the, the American population, American citizenry. It's an abusive relationship I've got with them where I want them to get clean start doing for themselves, maybe live in a sober house for a little while and then fucking move on to another part of their life and and be successful. And they're saying, I just want to shoot dope with these friends that I made at the mission. I I just want to scrape by. I'm going to steal some copper wire from your house. Uh, And when I, when it's cold out, I'm going to get myself arrested. That's what the United States keeps saying to me. So I guess, uh, you know, I can't help you till you help yourself. Uh, whatever. Yeah. I, that, this, I'm, I've arrived at the same place. I'm like, I'm, I'm tired of having the same conversation with people. It is really scary to kind of feel like an Island in a way. It's like, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's really like, it's caused like a lot of like, um, would be the word. I mean, I guess introspection in myself, like in the sense that like, like we talked about it a couple episodes ago, but like, you know, I have to question if I'm in the minority of something, it's like, am I the asshole? Like, you know what I mean? Like, am I like, I have to do some like self-reflection and like actualization. Like, is it me? Like, am I missing something fundamental? Like that, that would change my opinion. And like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's the case. Like I'm open to that. I'm open to being wrong. I always am. Um, I, I just, I, I, there's, there's fundamental principles of things and, 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 and just logical conclusions that I've come to that I can't ignore. It, it, it's weird to feel it's, this sounds lame. This sounds lame, but it feels weird to not be in vogue with the American left because that's how I've identified my entire life. I've never voted for a Republican. I've never, I've never, ever, ever, ever thought of myself uh of what like in like anything that i believe in that could be aligned with the right quote unquote the 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 right wing of of the political spectrum um and i still don't fancy myself that and i don't think i i I think it's really it would be very bizarre if i ever voted republican um but i i gotta say it's 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 weird it's weird how things are shifting and how conversations and like uh perspectives and like even just like definition of like certain ideologies like it's like things are changing and it's weird um but like yo if you're like an adult you should understand that like none of these words these labels and any like it doesn't mean anything like you are a sum of your 
collected your experiences that you, that you have in life and the way in which your values are shaped by that. And I guess like in part your childhood and things like that and what you believe in and how that represents uh, either principally or ideology or, or uh, policy wise, like those are your views and there's words for that, but they're just words. Like you're a human being that has perspective. Like I wish other people saw humanity in each other, but we're in this like, Avengers style world like that's how that's the lens that people see th things through yeah the, it, they are a superhero world where everybody's all good all evil uh, and they uh, assemble uh, uh, Twitter assemble around whatever the issue of the day is uh, because they're the righteous ones that have to uh, defeat the barbarians at the gate it's all very tired you're not wrong. It's dog shit. Uh, and fuck them all. Fuck them all. I don't know. Again, again, nothing else to say on the, the, on the topic. I don't know. I guess I'll, that's the thing, man. I think maybe this was my own delusion. I think it was the delusion for a lot of people. Um, and maybe it'll still come true, but it doesn't seem likely. Um, I think people thought when, um, Donald Trump went away that like, everything else would go away. Like all, all the problems and all the bad things. Like I, th it's not, that's not the case. You don't go backward. You just keep moving forward. And now Donald Trump still exists because he's part of the American lexicon, a part of the history, a part no, of the whole. He's gone, Eric. He's gone. Oh, he's gone. Right. We, we got him. We got him off Twitter. He's gone. We got Kandahar. Oh, I remember that. Does anyone remember that? That's a that's a that's a throwback. Yeah, that's a throwback, everybody. Most of you listening don't know where Kandahar is or what that refers to. It's because it was just one of these uh, transient uh, excitements that Americans had, just like everything else. Just like apparently uh, the fever over fucking canceling the president of the United States. Uh, what will you, Eric? When does climate change back? How how many months do we give it? Oh, I don't think it ever comes back. I think we're we're stuck. You know what I mean? Like, I think the Capitol Hill thing, the the the, the Capitol thing, um, we're going to be at war with each other for a long time, and uh, until it, you know, until it can like pop off in an actual civil war part two, um, which it may never. It may just be this like continual cold thing, um, maybe little sparks of protest or violence here every now and then, um. No, I, I think this is this is the new this is the new thing. Like you, in the way that that my childhood, my my adolescence was uh, summarized by Al Qaeda and terrorism. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be us fighting with each other. The the way in the last the, the you know the way uh, 2016 to 2018 was um, the the narrative was Russia. Um, you know, the way that 2010 to 2016, it was like ISIS. Like, this is the thing now. This is the new thing. Um, this like weird culture war where every single, any personality trait or action under the sun will fall under an umbrella of right versus left. And if you do one thing, uh oh, ooh, that's, whoa, that's a little sketchy. Uh, and if we, you do the other thing, whoa, you got Gamergate. Gamergate, yes. Anita Sarkeesian. We're all Anita Sarkeesian in the dope show. <laughs> what a nice life. 
Yeah. Or, or, I mean, this is me being incredibly cynical. Maybe we all chill the fuck out. Maybe life goes back. Maybe everyone gets the the number of the beasts, uh, Bill Gates microchip uh, put in their body, and uh, we all, uh, uh, you know, we can go to restaurants and get drunk again. Um, you know, maybe maybe things chill the fuck out. I mean, that's best case scenario. Do you, do you see a direct line between Gamergate and the storming of the Capitol as the people who were directly uh, tied to Gamergate do, uh, are claiming on social media? It's undeniable. Undeniable, <laughs> just scientific <laughs> fact. Scientific fact. Proved time and time again. Much like <laughs> censorship, uh, it's once again proves that uh, playing video games and listening to Joe Rogan will lead you down the path of Nazism. Is, is there Has there ever been a better example of uh if everything looks like uh, whenever when when you're a hammer everything looks like a nail you, you know what i mean like it, it, it's has there ever been a greater example of that than when people are saying that we've arrived at the storming of the capital because of gamergate like, i mean it's just clickbait it's just clickbait it's not that's not real uh, I can't. I can't entertain the thought that that's an actual cohesion idea or a concept that people in their mind believe. I can't allow my brain to accept that because then it's truly a wash. Well, what do you think about uh, Matthew McConaughey sitting to talk with the alt right darling Jordan Peterson? <laughs> Man, ah. Uh. You know what? I, I there's a so there's a theory, right? I'm not saying I necessarily subscribe to this. I can understand the logic. This is the the olive branch, right? That you know, there's a realm of of idea that um, eventually leads you towards bad thing, Nazism, racism, whatever. And it's it's like a slow crawl, right? It's like it starts with Rogan, but he's pretty reasonable. And then it leads to Peterson, and he's, you know, he's a little closer. And then it goes to, I don't know, eventually you get to stormfront.org if you follow the threat of logic. Um, and like, okay, maybe some people, yeah. Like, like maybe some people arrive there. It's. I think it's undeniable, right? People fall into certain uh, bad ideologies or, or things that we, you know, decide are are, are bad. Um, but maybe not. Maybe they see the thing and go, "I don't agree with that," or maybe they see the thing and go, "Interesting. I don't. I, that's not like. How can we quantify how someone arrives where they arrive in life?" Oh. Uh- it depends. If there's somebody to blame, we'll blame them. Uh, okay. South Park. It's South Park. Um, it's the globalists. Look, people that people that have nothing are always going to find a reason to say that, that they couldn't have had anything. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. 
As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. You, you just got to worry about circumventing them. That's it. You, you, you can't hang on to this idea that, that the person that is working against you is going to win. It just sucks. So to answer your question, Eric, you can blame anybody you want as long as there's somebody to blame. Russia. Russia. Uh, okay, let's see. If you are a uh, quote-unquote mediocre white man uh, who is uh, working a tech job but on a lower level can't seem to get ahead, let's say that you blame uh, some type of affirmative action or diversity hire, uh, hiring. That's the reason that you can't succeed. Okay? And then let's say that you... Uh, uh, are well-intentioned, uh, borderline progressive, really just a lib and progressive clothing. Uh, you want to believe that the United States uh, is a is a good place full of good people, but you also think it's a, a white supremacist stronghold. Uh, who do you blame for uh, the United States not getting the president that it deserves, that it voted for? Russia. You know what I'm saying? It's all the same shit. There is always somebody to blame. There always is. There's always material factors that are going to be against you. But like at some point we all got sick of hearing about the Russia shit and I'm sick of hearing about diversity hires to be totally frank. If I, if I can get personal, I'm, this is like a big thing in, in every career that I'm in right now is people bitching on diversity hires. Listen, once you recognize the thing is true, you just go, okay, I guess I gotta, I guess I gotta do it a different way then everybody do your shit a different way. Yeah, d- yeah, do for self. Do some shit a different way. I'm not here to tell you that the that the material conditions of your life aren't real. They may very well be the realest fucking thing in the world. You might be getting stepped on every minute of every day. I'm just telling you from experience, there's no good to perseverating on the blame. Get past it. Yep. Um yeah, sure. I don't know. Do is this is this is now we've pivoted to the we we went from Self-help. Uh, yeah, self-help. This is, this is the self-help podcast now. Whatever. Yo, d- uh, don't listen to either of us. We're fucking, we're broke idiots. Um, do we want to do rub maps? Yeah, we can do so. Do, are people still enjoying rub maps? I'm always happy to do a rub map. People fucking love the rub maps. In fact, uh, I should have mentioned this at the top. People are always like, can you do rub maps first so then I can turn off the podcast when you rant about cancel culture? <laughs> Yo, Eric, you are, stop. Stop listening to your boob ass, fucking weak ass, fucking like skinny arm, fucking uh, chipmunk looking ass friends. This is not stop my friends. These are people that listen to the show. Yeah, th- those are our fake friends. Fake those, friends. Those are, those are our friends that are trying to hurt us. Well, if they're donating, then they're real friends. Yeah, that's true. That's a fact. Real, you're, if you're if, if you're a donor, then you're a real friend. That's a fact. Okay, yeah. you know what? You're right. You've earned you've earned that. Um, earned that much. Okay, let me see if I can't find some good some good maps. Give me some maps. Come on, this is what we need. This is the closure at the end of the show, right? I mean, this is when we 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 drag you through hell, the hell of reality. And then we we finish you off with some nice, uh, wholesome, uh, good uh, content. Mm. Um, let's see what we can get here. What if they turned the Capitol into a Thai massage parlor? 
you know what? It's only an improvement in my eyes. Uh, not uh, last political thing I'll say is I don't want anybody hurt ever, <laughs> straight up. Uh, but I think it's bizarre that we could think that this is the, the halls of power, a corrupt, evil place is full of uh, uh, white supremacists working against uh, the interests of the common person, and then also feel totally torn up about people storming them. That just doesn't compute for me. Maybe I'm alone. Um, okay. Let's see. I'm going to read some rub maps. I'm doing it blind, everybody. So if it's not exciting, then I'm just going to spice it up in whatever way. Maybe by doing it uh, like a really insulting Asian accent. Um, What's the, um, uh, maybe we should do, maybe we should look at uh, Thai massage parlors that are within uh, the realm of, in Washington, D.C., right? Maybe oh. we like maybe some secret politicians are writing reviews. You know what? That's a really good point. Let's take a look. I think they have to be, right? Let's take a look. Like it, I think it's it's I I would have to imagine that that politicians are are big uh, uh well, you know what it is, man? This is like people we refuse to see the humanity in each other, right? The That's politician right. goes to the Thai massage parlor. The truck driver goes to the Thai massage parlor. The your the your your favorite band goes to the Thai massage parlor. The the uh uh two people living in an apartment in in Hollywood go to the Thai massage parlor. Uh this is this is what people this is a human thing. It it breaks down all barriers of identity, race, uh creed, culture. This is what people do. Yeah, that's true, but I'm finding a disturbing trend here, Eric. What's that? It seems like DC has cracked down on uh, uh, there. There's so few, and now this is an amazing uh, development. Rub Maps has a feature that just it, it says "reported as non-erotic." <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like they get a fl- they flag the places that are actual like yes, I, yes. Actual- If you're a le- if you're a legitimate th- massage therapist, uh, then they don't want you to do it with, with the they they want to warn you off. Um. And then honestly, it seems like it seems like this is not the place to go to get a hand job in the United States. Yeah, that's because we've slowly we've in, we've increasingly uh inched towards a puritan uh state of of society that uh totally has has uh stomped on the throat of sex workers and and uh and people who uh um uh patron them and um it's totally it sucks that not more more people don't care about it um i i find it really as a pervert i find it depressing that it uh is really hard it's becoming increasingly difficult to access free bell delphine yo if can we get the the craigslist fucking miscon uh the what is it the the casual encounter section back like come on wanna, man i want to read this please uh stopped by here on a whim turned out to be a great experience pretty standard uh what's this uh, asian massage parlor small waiting room dark private rooms i forgot the provider's name but when she brought me into the room she gave me a hug and put my hand on her pussy i assumed to gauge my reaction I laid face down on the table and then she came back into the room and she was quite upfront about touching my dick in between my legs, which was hot. Uh, 
the only <laughs> thing, she, yeah, yeah. The only weird thing is she kept calling it my baby. Like what? <laughs> what a beautiful baby you have. Whoa, that might be an insult. That was weird. The massage was nice and sensual. On the flip, if she, I asked if she could take her shirt off and she got full on naked, which was nice. She had a nice firm body. She gave me a nice, efficient HJ. So I wish I would last longer, but I guess that's on me. Ha ha. I, she was a little bit older than I'd like, but still pretty. Overall, I'd go back. All right. All right. How do you feel if, if a woman called you your, your penis, your baby, how would you feel about that? Um, I'm going to be honest and just say that I've got a totally different standard for people that aren't native English speakers. Well, when it comes to things like that, yeah, yeah. Like if if the woman you know who's using a, a pseudonym of Jade, uh, who works at Asian Massage, which is literally the name of this massage parlor, then and and she says, "Oh, uh, uh, nice stem." I'd be like, "Thank you, you know, thank you. That's fine. You can call it a stem. It's fine. You know, whatever, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it's it's all good." So you wouldn't, but baby wouldn't bother you. Baby wouldn't bother me. Nice toddler you have. I'd go. Thanks. Thanks so much. I, you're using the word wrong, but I'm not here. I'm not here to give you an English lesson. You know, I'm not trying to insult you. You can call it a toddler if you want. You're the one jerking it. Right. Precisely. Um. So this guy, he gave it. Uh, he gave it a pretty good review. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um. Where Where is this one located? Is this DC? Nope, this is Los Angeles, California. Uh, DC had literally two that were erotic, and they were both uh, pretty, pretty unexciting spots. Really, um, let's why, go. Why, to- why, why do we think that politicians want to come for the right? Well, I guess maybe they don't want to come. Uh, why do you think they want to Stalinize uh, sex work? I don't know. I, I I don't understand the reason. I mean, probably because sex workers don't pay tax would be my guess. Right, to make it legal, get the tax money. No, that, but the sex workers say we don't want it to be legal. We want it to be decriminalized, which, uh, like, I, I don't know how to tell sex workers this. There's no pathway there. Like, there's no pathway. I know that there's safety issues, and I, I, I understand all of them. I've dated sex workers. I get the fucking argument. Uh, in whatever small capacity I'm an ally to anybody, I would say I'm probably an ally to sex workers. And I, I, I'm just telling you. You're never going to find a reality where decriminalization doesn't lead to legalization in in the respect that it will be taxed. There, there's just no way around that. Uh, the average American does not want to see you driving a fucking new Benz uh, when they are uh, because they know that you're not reporting your income. It's just you're going to run into a real crabs in a bucket scenario where everybody is against you. Just what it is. Such a weak life. I mean, look, whoever has the time to harass sex workers is obviously mentally ill and it, it might need to utilize their services instead of uh, being bitter. But they probably do. Uh, but th- but they yeah they might. But th- that person exists, and I think we just got to recognize that that person is always going to be against you. Like I say, you, there's always somebody against you. It's unfortunate fact of life. That's my real enemy. The people that that's my I I stand in solidarity with all the sex workers that listen to our show and and of the world. It's that uh, my your enemy is my enemy. People trying to keep you down. I'm I'm with you. Yeah, but we're not beating them. Is my point. No, like, we're not. Like the troll, the person that reports your photos, the troll, the whatever that person is forever. 
That person is omnipresent. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's see what we got here. Uh, this person is way too tender. Um, this this place in Arizona, I just clicked on a place in uh, Arizona that just, like, it's all five-star reviews, every single one. And it's, they everybody just enjoyed themselves. It's weird. I don't see any, like, I'm not reading any weirdo shit, really. Um, I'm, it's, it's, it seemed like, it seems like a cool spot. Uh, cool. I went in and got my temp check and got set up with summer, or at least that's what it sounded like. She said with her mask on, things are looking up. She had a great pair of tits, nice and perky, but don't feel fake. I felt strong again, popping my chest out like a man. Wow. I just want to, I just want to pause there, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> what, what just happened? <laughs> I, I felt strong again. I'm just going to read that again. I felt strong again, popping my chest out like a man. Love it. When the shower part was done, she dried me off. She slips a cover on me and does a bouncing act on top of me like I was a pogo stick. Well, well, she either peed on me or squirted like a mother. And well, I'm going with squirting. <laughs> <laughs> When it was okay. K, when it was canine time, she took it like a champ and made the cute little noises. When I was about to come, she got on her knees and sucked me off. Summer is sexy, great eye contact, got to have lots of 69 again with the lies, and she let me play with the brown eye. She has lovely boobs with fat nipples made for sucking. I could have I wish I could have bought more time. Thanks to that, I enjoyed an incredible come. <laughs> We'll be back soon. <laughs> it can't be a lie. It can't. All these people can't be lying. Uh, so you're, he he enjoyed an incredible come. I mean, it sounds like it. Why they listen? If they didn't, they wouldn't write that they did. Okay, so that can't be a lie. But th- we can't. We insist that everyone who's sixty nine or kissing is lying. Yeah, the 69, I just find very hard to believe. I've been Why? to a hundred of these places in my life. I've been offered everything on the fucking menu. And n- at no point did anybody say, 69, you know? Like, they'll say, they'll gesture with their hand, they'll gesture with their mouth, or they'll gesture with their pelvis. At no point did they ever say, or, you know, we could 69. Never! <laughs> <laughs> just because it hasn't, it ha- wait, hundreds? I've probably no. I've probably been to these places fifty times in my life. Wow! And I've probably been offered. I've probably been offered sexual services three quarters of that time. I mean, this like I. I just. I just. I can't believe that all these people. This is this is the big lie. This is like nine eleven. This is nine eleven. <laughs> this is the Warren Commission. Yes, precisely. We need a full. We need a full uh, government investigation. Into what's going on? Well, listen. There's no way. Ah, there's no way to do this without stepping on these people, and I don't want to ruin the hustle. That I mean, exactly. So maybe we need to do on the ground. Maybe we need to go to these places. Well, I'd like to read this review from Romeo Row. Please, a good place to come to to come in for some hot action. I passed by here after work, had a stressful week, and I wanted to wind down. Okay, that's pretty good. Um. He gives the provider five stars, uh, says the kitty is clean shaven, build is average. Uh, she's 25 to 30, about uh, five foot three. Uh, 
Kissy saw the provider's name is Kissy. Kissy saw me and immediately was super nice and flirtatious. Massage began soon after we agreed to full service and her clothes came off. She was wearing a very sexy skin tight yoga pants and skinny thongs. Okay. She was shape. She has a shaven pussy smooth like butter. (laughs) Eric, let's, let's just let that one breathe for a second. Uh, (laughs) She, She massaged me nude for a bit and then started to turn me on by lightly rubbing her fingers, her finger by my balls. She didn't shy away from giving me some kisses and let me 69 her while I played with her boobs. Are these, do I not know what a 69 is? <laughs> Maybe. What do you, okay. So what do you think it is? I think it's where you, you f- are flipped or you're reversed to each other. So the, your genitals are both in each other's mouths. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. So these guys are where the, where's the 69 happening on the table? So unbelievable. <laughs> I flipped after I flipped. I flipped after being so turned on. She finally jerked off my dick and I played with her tits as she sucked me off as well. She cleaned me up with a tissue. Finally, she cleaned me up with a hot towel and we said our goodbyes. She made sure I knew her name and made me commit to seeing her again. Overall, Kissy's a great girl and knew how to take care of me. What a way to treat myself. I mean, certainly. That's the whole thing. That's my whole point. It's, it's, people need the outlet, man. Oh, listen, I, I'm a sex work advocate 100% in the respect that I think people literally need this. Yes. Uh, You know, for everybody listening, yes, there's many problems here. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Sure. That happens. Uh, But the idea that like sex work is bad is just nonsense. Stupid. Uh, It's stupid. Okay. And like the, the notion that again, oh man, uh oh, Ron, the the ghost of Ron Paul is is rearing his head again. The notion that the government can can tell you what you can and can't do with your body, it's your body. Yeah, absurdity, absurdity. It's the one commodity that that really they can't regulate into nonsense, and they have. Yo, so, listen to me. I've been back to see Anna several times in the last month. <laughs> this guy's active. Uh, actually, <laughs> fir- first met her while she was working in the East Valley. Each visit gets better. She provides an excellent massage, good therapeutic skills, which move into gentle sensual touch as the massage progresses. Uses a towel to cover part of the back in the beginning. You know the flip is coming when she pours a little oil down the crack and begins a sensual touch, including the reach under. Always gets me going. On the flip, a little massage, then the negotiation. Although at this stage, we know each other well enough that it is predestined. Anna does a lot of licking and massaging before the cover goes on, which I love. Her breasts are fairly large for her body size and very natural, so they are a great handful when she leans over. Hmm. Oral skills are excellent. I can usually come with the cover on, although a few times couldn't quite get there and reverted to her hands with lots of oil. She does the cleanup, and instead of water and out the door, it's another few minutes of gentle massage. Only downside is my my last visit that two potential two potential customers came in during the session. That was a distraction. So that is what you would hope that this is. Don't you think that was a transaction between two people that wasn't particularly gross or seemingly exploitive. It was just, I come in here after work and I like to get my dick touched. Yep. Not bad. Not bad at all. Things, I, 
we'd live in a better world if that was more accessible to people. Okay, here's here's what we need to to get to the bottom of. All right, please. Yeah, I'm going to read one more. <clears throat> this is in California. We're going to choose the city. Uh, let's see. We've already hunted West Hollywood. Let's do uh, Huntington Beach. Let's see if we have any luck in Huntington Beach. But th- here's the difference. I'm going to search prostate massage. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's see what we get. Oh, oh, this is not great reviews. Is that that's just a finger in the butt, right? Yes, but this yeah. is a spot that claims a twenty dollars sixty minute. That's impossible. No way. Oh, that sounds- this place. This place is non erotic. What kind of give me the? Why'd you check prostate massage if it's not real, my guy? <laughs> Come on, let's see. Also, it, yeah. we've everybody. We've got the hookup. If there's a space that you want us to to look into, we'll do it for you. Yeah, we'll do it. You know, you yeah. you want to know the details? Let's hold on. Let's go for Montana. We're gonna look for Montana. We're gonna look in uh, Great Falls, Montana. No, Missoula is more depressing. We're going to go for Missoula hand job spots. What if we do Fresno? Oh my god, they're all they're all non-erotic. Who lives in these places? Holy fuck. What about uh, let's let's try somewhere scuzzy. Fresno, done. Let's see. I had a friend tell me recently that they were like, "Yeah, I'm looking into I'm looking to move in, moving to Fresno." And I was like, "Whoa. It's bizarre." I've never heard anyone say that. It's like of all the places you could choose from in in California, that's that's where you land. Yeah, but at least it's funny, you know. It's like it's it's not nice. Oh no, it's really really not nice. Is there any sort of? Do you want me to look up? I'm gonna look up Latina hand jobs in in Fresno. Well, I was thinking. I, I, well, I, I think prostate massage sounded fun. Wow, what is this? There's all the places that have reviews are closed. Is there a crackdown happening? There probably is. I mean, uh, uh, you, we got VP Kamala, so. Oh, yeah, that fucking uptight loser. Yo. Uh, <clears throat> all right, so I'm going to check prostate massage. Let's see how we do. Um, okay, this one's got 21 reviews. Oh, no, this one looks like it might be hot and ready to go. Let's take a look. <laughs> um, and this is in Fresno. This is in Fresno. So I'm looking at pictures. At least it has, like, mountains. Uh, I like it in how depressing it is. And I mean that uh, I would, I would live there for a few months in the same that I would, the same way that I would live in Johnson city, Tennessee for a few months. There's a, I found, so I, all I did was Google image search and I got one that said, uh, it's a cover of a book and it says, uh, things to do in Fresno. And I wonder if it's one of those gag books that you get and like all the pages are blank. Yeah. Nothing's in it. There can't be. Um, how do you think Fresno has fared with Rona? It must be beyond depressing. Uh, I mean, maybe they're partying there. That might be like a stronghold of, uh, of uh, uh, you know, uh, hold on. Hype houses. Oh, hype houses. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. Just I'll let you go. And then uh, I just want to say this one thing. Uh, the first, when you Google Fresno, California, there's a there's a little section in the Google image the, the Google search engine that goes people also ask and the top thing is why is Fresno so bad? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to read this one to close out because he itemized it. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. Called to confirm. Parked in the back. Greeted by Candy. She's smoking hot body and and 
body was great. Uh, <laughs> it, it looks younger than your average uh, uh, massage parlor worker. Uh, first of all, the mama sen looked too hot, and someone needs to check on that one. Winky face. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's suspicious. Anyhow, I keep it simple. One, place place on big inside. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Two, freaking ATM in there. LOL. <laughs> Three. I love this room, guy. Room was clean. Four. House fee was forty minutes or forty dollars for thirty minutes. Five. She wore an anime style sailor outfit, which was hot. Six body, face, skin. Everything was nice and firm. Good looker. Seven massage was a 6.5 out of 10. Eight $80 for condom full service. Nine doggy and took it like a champ. 10. She gets very wet. 11 hot towels. (laughs) That's what are nice. 12. We'll talk to you and communicate during. Okay, he's a talker. That's the list. All right. All right. Well, I don't know what big... Oh, what did he say? Something about big inside? Big inside. Big on inside. Big on... Maybe he meant that the place was large. Maybe. And accommodating <laughs> to him in that way. Um, okay. Well, uh, I do love a good hot towel. I got a haircut recently, and, and they do the hot towel thing on the neck. It's very nice. There you go, everybody. There's 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 your taste. Um, there's your taste. Uh, same material out of Eric and I, as always. Uh, you got to do for yourself. Uh, nobody is coming to rescue you. That includes your government, most importantly. Uh, also includes your fellow right wing nut jobs. If any of you are of that set, uh, they're not going to help you when you're in court either. No. So so do for self. Um, hit the, hit the Twitter at WP timeline. Oh, wait, real quick. We have to, um, so we have a contest going on. We're going to keep it going another week. Cause I want more, I want more people to, to get in on it. Um, so on the Twitter at WP timeline, uh, I'm going to retweet it again right now. We, we posted a, um, uh, a rub maps review and we want people to read it. Um, we wanted to do, we want you to do a reading, uh, of this review. And uh, the one who sends us the best one, uh, and that can be, it can be in your regular voice. It can be in, uh, you know, a celebrity impression. Uh, it can be your, in your dad's voice. Um, read it. And if it's funny as hell, uh, we, will, we will air it on the show. And you will be getting a $50 uh, Dave & Buster's gift card, um, which, I, depending on where you live, may not be usable. But uh, you shouldn't use it anyway. You should frame it. This is your claim to fame. This is your shining moment of self-actualization. Um, I just retweeted it, although you won't be hearing this till tomorrow. But whatever, go on the Twitter. It was posted on January 1st. Um, record yourself reading the review and send it to us um, any way that's conceivable. You can just record it onto your phone. Like, it doesn't matter. Just just get us a, a, an audio recording of you reading this. And... Um, you might win. You may win a a a a nice prize. Um, so yeah, do that at WP Timeline on Twitter, um, Patreon.com slash Worst Possible Timeline. Hit us with the the money. You get bonus episodes. You it's like you know it's more than you could ever want. People, some people say our Patreon episodes are better than our actual content, which I think I agree sometimes. Mm. Um, it's a, usually a little more aimless than the show. Um, it's usually a little more uh, blue because we know that people who subscribe to the Patreon are the real ones. Um, so it's good content. 
you can hit us on the on the phone number uh, 205-509-9785 leave us a message and uh, we'll do a messages episode soon uh twitch.tv slash wp timeline is the other one we're gonna do more of those soon and um yeah that's all i got you got anything else no i'm feeling great feeling great everybody uh delete twitter from your phone there you go it is now 2024 and the choice is up to you Do you listen to good podcasts or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcasts favorite podcast do you enjoy nothing (laughs) so do we why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts thank you